Hi, we're Chelsea and Michael. And this is the Coffee with Creators podcast. Think of it as hanging out with your buddies as we chat about content creation, social media, and life in general as creatives. So grab your favorite drink and welcome to our scrappy little podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to episode 14 of Coffee with Creators. Good morning. Actually, well, it depends on what time you're listening to this, but hello, Chelsea. Good morning. How are you? Good. Good afternoon, and I'm great. How are you? I'm doing great. Welcome back to CWC, Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, which <laughs> means coffee with creators, you guys. <laughs> the uh, co-host and the creator of this uh, podcast doesn't even know the acronym. So I'm just giving Chelsea great. a hard time because I couldn't stop laughing from last episode when she's like, she goes, she, you started whispering. That's why it's funny. It's like, what's CWC? <laughs> And I'm like, don't worry, I'll cut this off. And I didn't. <laughs> he didn't. He left it. <laughs> but he I did ask it. for your permission because I thought it was hilarious. He did. Yeah. He did. Yeah. And, you know, any time that I can laugh at myself or have anyone else laugh at me, I'm, I'm totally fine with it. Because it was actually something that I struggled with as a kid, like somebody laughing at me and making fun. And then I just come to terms with like, it's okay to laugh at yourself and it's okay to laugh at others. So now I just, I love it. I love yeah. laughing at myself. Me too. We're only human. Exactly. And it, it <laughs> yeah. anytime someone, when I was a kid, when, when people made fun of me, obviously any kid would be upset, right? But if you start right. laughing along, along with them, it's like you're taking the power away. You and are. now it doesn't they can't hurt. do anything about it. Yeah. yeah. And now they're like, they can't make fun of you because you're laughing too. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of like the technique. So that's that's also how I do things. You know, it's yeah. yeah. You realize that we're people, we make mistakes. And honestly, no one's really judging you. You're the only person who's usually very critical of what you say or what you do, all your mistakes. So thank yeah. you for being a good sport, Chelsea. That was, of course. That was actually Anytime. pretty hilarious. It was great. <laughs> I hope so. I hope you guys got a good a good giggle and a good laugh. So yeah. that's all that matters to me. Yeah. So how was your week? How's your week been, Chelsea? It has been good. It has been hectic. We have a house full. As I was telling Michael earlier, my brother-in-law's um, air conditioning went out. And he stayed here last weekend because he had his daughter. And she's just a baby. And he didn't want her in the hot box, as my husband calls it. Anytime my brother-in-law, my brother-in-law's name is Joe. And anytime he does anything, he's like, Joe, go back to your hot box. (laughs) So we didn't want the baby in, you know, it's like a hundred and something degrees here in Georgia. So he stayed here over the weekend. And then my husband called yesterday to check on him. He's like, I'm fine. I'm just really hot. (laughs) And I was like, tell him to just come over. Like, it's totally fine. So he's, he's crashing here for the week until he gets his AC fixed. Yeah. Other than that, good week. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was talking to Chelsea a little bit earlier before we started recording and um, we were just sharing our, how we were feeling pretty much this morning. And I think it's very timely for the topic that we're going to be talking about. Uh, yeah, but bef- it's crazy yeah, how it kind of is all just coming together. Yeah, I mean, if yeah. you can, you guys can see me, Chelsea can see me, obviously, but I'm wearing a red button down shirt. I have no reason to wear a shirt other than something that I can sleep in because I work from home. <laughs> but it just shows you how, <laughs> yeah, it just shows <laughs> you that um, it's, it's a, it's because I woke up this morning feeling really crappy. And one of my process when I feel crappy is to try to look better than how I feel. And usually... That's good advice. Yeah, usually it, you know, your feelings start to follow suit. You know, when you look Mm -hmm. better, you start to feel a little bit better. So, you know, Mm -hmm. took a shower and just, I didn't even, 
exercise this morning than my, than my usual. Just did, did a little stretching and just had some coffee, watched something funny for a little bit because I was definitely not feeling today. And just like Chelsea, yeah. I am drowning <laughs> in work. So I'm so drowning. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's funny how like this job that Michael and I have as far as being like a creative professional, like it can come on you like a ton of breaks. Like one day you can have no projects. Like you're like, oh, I just wrapped all my projects. Like I'm good. The money is in PayPal. Like close that job. It's mm -hmm. done. And then like 12 hours later, you are bombarded with things and you're like, now I can't breathe. Like what happened? Yeah. <laughs> it's weird because you have, you try to fill your week, right? You, okay. Next mm -hmm. week I need this and I need that. Um, obviously. So you have something to eat, you know, you need to earn money, right. but right. yeah, they come in spurs. Do you know what I mean? It's like groups yeah. of emails. It's like, is this coming from one person? Because I'm getting a yeah. bunch of emails all at the same time. So, so true. Yeah. So true. Chelsea and I are kind of in the same boat. Uh, when it comes to work right now, which is a good thing. I mean, we're very grateful, good. but yeah, good, it's yeah. also stressing us out. So it is. to try to, this topic is going to be very different from last episodes, which was a little mm -hmm. bit more lighthearted, a little bit more fun. I actually enjoyed talking about um, last week's topic, which is, you know, I did too. kids and parents. Fun. Yeah, it's fun. I'm still waiting for yeah. people to send in any stories and um, insight, maybe maybe tips that they can they can give us as parents. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, guys, feel yeah. free to send Nicole your messages, your your inquiries or whatnot. She's very, very active, by the way. She's super, super helpful. And she Chelsea is. and I were just talking about her this morning and saying how awesome it is to actually finally so have her nice. on board yeah it's so it's so nice we oh, love it yeah and we appreciate you nicole thank you so much i know you're listening because mm -hmm. you're a loyal fan as well of, as a part of the team so thank you so much and i was telling michael how cute your email was and i just loved how you like had it all set out for us it's great it's awesome right yeah it's so organized yeah, chelsea so and i are not this organized <laughs> no michael makes fun of me all the time i was talking to him on monday and he's like you know chelsea one of these days you will learn to be productive i'm like mm, no probably yeah. not <laughs> dad mode no and i was just like you know chelsea you're gonna have to face the facts that one day you're just gonna have to you need your everything lined up and she's like no <laughs> That's how I operate. Like, honestly, it's I, just a cluttered she, mess, but sometimes somehow it works out. Chelsea shoots from the hip. That's what she does, like the Wild West, like that. So yeah, just pew, pew, pew. <laughs> I think I think I've had to adapt doing that just as a freelancer and a parent. And, you know, like we were saying last week, like kids are monkeys with wrenches. Mm -hmm. And no matter how hard I tried to stay like organized and you know in alphabetical order like my kids never allowed for that anyways yeah and so i just found that like chaos like works better for me anyways <laughs> so if i'm just constantly in the mindset of it's going to be chaos like i do fine so. you know that's it's not too far from how i deal with things as well i think i think you're yeah. you're correct i think it's once you have kids everything is just in chaos you know it's perpetual just, chaos and it is it's beautiful <laughs> It's a beautiful mess. <laughs> it's a beautiful sure. mess, yeah. Yeah. So today's um, episode or topic is going to be a, I think, a re very relevant one, be just because I've been seeing it all over social media, and I myself have been going through 
bouts of it. And I think mm-hmm. Chelsea also is kind of feeling the pressure. And For sure. yeah, the topic that we'll be talking about today is basically the pressures of social media and content creation. If you are working in the social media space, the pressure is a lot. Maybe it's not a lot more, but it's 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 a different pressure from mm-hmm. if you're, say, a teenager or, you know, just a young adult who just likes to browse social media a lot. And you're starting to feel very bad about yourself, very bad about your life and, you know, the mm-hmm. choices that you've made. And honestly, no one should feel that way. No one no. should ever feel that way. And we are going to try, <laughs> you know, keyword is try because we're not really experts. We're just sh- sharing our experiences. <laughs> We're going to try to dissect the reasons why we feel this way and how we can maybe try to avoid it or remedy it, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. You know, it, like you were saying, like the pressures of social media are, I think they affect everyone, not just people who make a living through social media. I think, you know, when you look at accounts of famous people or anyone like it gives off the sometimes two teenagers, like you're saying, it gives off the persona of look where they are in their life and look where I am in my life. Like their grass is so green over there. Mine is so dead. Mm -hmm. Like, but then when you talk to that person, like I know I used to struggle with this all the time. Like Taylor Swift, I'm a huge fan of Taylor Swift, but she's my same age. We're exactly the same age. And she bought a $17 million house and she was 23. Mm -hmm. And I was like, James and I were like living in a cracker box (laughs) apartment when we were 23 and she has this, this is like her third home. Mm -hmm. But then you're like, you can't compare yourself to Taylor Swift, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, so I think, I think that's a lot of people feel that. that, Yeah. That's, and it actually goes beyond than just like the, 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 the example that you gave is, is, you know, for the lack of a better term, a little bit exaggerated, right? Like obviously Mm -hmm. you're comparing yourself to a celebrity and, it's not going to be the same, right? And that's yeah. that's understandable, but it does still affect you in a weird mm-hmm. way. And so I think it's weird, right? Yeah, I think people in general are are I mean, no one is safe from this. I, I feel like mm-hmm. and first first of all, this is the first time in human history that we've been we've all been this connected. Right. Right? Think about it like when we were kids, maybe I'll use myself as an example, but <laughs> when I was a kid. I mean Yeah. Like the only time that I was socially connected was when I was at school. And Mm -hmm. that meant Mondays through Fridays from 7 a.m. to maybe 4 p.m., you know, Mm -hmm. at the most. No, same for me. Yeah. I mean, I went to school in the the 90s and like early 2000s. So and we didn't have technology like Mm -hmm. we do now, especially not high speed Internet and like connected like the palm of our hands. Right. You know, so. Exactly. Same. And it's the same. Yeah. And then, you know, you still feel the social pressures when you're when you're at school. We still get depressed. We still have social anxiety. We we just, you know, all these things that we that a lot of people are experiencing right now. And that's already from a situation where you're not always connected. But now think about how we're so connected. There's basically no weekends anymore. As a matter of fact, during the weekends, I think that's when we are most connected. We're just like showing off it's you know they call it the highlight reel right like what mm-hmm. i'm look at what i'm in what i'm doing look even my office right i actually took a bunch of photos of my office over the weekend to just maybe share one day and show how messy it actually is because i you know i try to remain authentic as much as possible mm-hmm. and when i was thinking about this topic i realized that i feel like a hypocrite because i'm like you know 
nothing, everything that you see on social media is not always the truth. It's oh, a highlight. Yeah. It's a highlight reel. Absolutely. So it's like the best of the best. Just yeah, the like best a, of the best. Just like a film reel or a highlight reel would be. Mm-hmm. So Exactly. And there's nothing good, wrong with that's that. That's a good analogy. Yeah. It, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just you have to realize that it is at some point going to affect you and whoever is viewing your social media life. Like I was mm-hmm. listening to this episode of TED Talks and this, I forgot her name. I apologize. But she was talking about going on social media. I think it was Facebook. And she saw her friend swimming and she said the weird thing about this is that i know my friend my friend that particular friend who was swimming and had a caption that said something like i'm just going to take a nap or relaxing somewhere Mm -hmm. she said that she started to feel bad about her own life even though that she knew that her friend that particular friend worked her butt off every day for for hours and she totally deserves that maybe 30 minutes, an hour, or that whole day of resting. Mm-hmm. And yet when she saw that photo, she started to feel bad about herself because she's like, how come I can't go swimming? How come I can't go take a nap and just like lay on a beach somewhere? And mm-hmm. it's a weird, I don't know, psychological thing that we we do. I guess we just, there's, we always just tend to compare ourselves with, you know, with better things where, you know, where we think the grass is greener, but it's not always really the case, right? So right. it's... A slippery slope when it comes to like the pressures of social media, but it is a real thing. I think the most important yeah. thing for us to um, to remember is that it's real, and we can't make fun of it. I used to make fun of it. I'm like, you just get off social. It's not really that easy anymore, because that's where your life is, right? Like right. that's how we connect with family. That's how we connect with friends, and so. Um, I mean, and for you and I, this is how we make our living. This is how we feed yes. our children. Like. It's not as easy as it used to be. I mean, like you were saying, even for people who don't make a living from it, I mean, it's it's become part of our lives. I mean, so it's that's the bottom line. Yeah, yeah, it's part of our lives now. There's really no, no avoiding it. We can we can minimize it. Um, We can completely get off. I mean, basically get off the grid if we want, but it's also not that easy because most of the stuff that we access, like banking. Everything is done on my cell phone. Everything. Yeah. I mean, I've not been inside an actual bank. I mean, the bank that James and I go to is not even in this state. So everything we do from depositing checks and cash and everything is within our phones. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I couldn't imagine, like, James makes fun of me all the time, but he's like, what would you do if you left your cell phone somewhere? I'm like, well, I'd have to go get another one, James. I don't know what you want me to tell you. (laughs) What kind of question we is that? Be, we'd be going to Verizon if I lost my phone. <laughs> That's true. Um, so, yeah, it, it's it's one of those things that it, it's kind of weird because as of late, I've been seeing a lot of people that I, I follow. And, you know, I noticed that they were gone. I think it was Jason Vong, the most recent one that I follow. Mm-hmm. He's a Sony shooter and he's just he shares gear, gear content and photography, videography stuff. And is he on YouTube? He, He's on YouTube and he's on Instagram. And I think he just okay. disabled his Instagram. And he okay. popped up on YouTube almost randomly. I'm sorry, Chelsea. I don't know if you can hear that. Uh, can you hear the background? No? I hear, no. Okay, because there's I mean, like a very noisy um, garbage truck outside my house right now. And <laughs> No, you're fine. Okay, I'm fine. I, All right, cool. I hear the 
the CPU or whatever it is on my laptop working overtime. It's like, oh, because it's hot over me. there. <laughs> well, oh, I mean, help me. because I have, I have, no, I have so many things running. At work. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> it's like, help me. <laughs> But yeah, no, I'm good. But yes, so Jason Vong, he he published a video on YouTube basically saying where he's been. And he said that he's been MIA for a little bit. And he was basically um, feeling the pressures of social media. Like he can't hide from it anymore. And it's so much that he was having basically anxiety and, you know, all that stuff. And he's not the only one who have who I know have gone through this. I've followed a couple of people who've done the same thing. And mm-hmm. I think you mentioned, Chelsea, that even Casey Neistat. Casey Neistat is, yeah, that's why he quit YouTube is because his marriage was literally at risk because of it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it it affects everyone, even though yeah. you you don't see it on social media. I mean, you just see like such a small minute of someone's life on social media anyways. But I think it does. It, I mean, it's so much pressure on a person and it takes a toll on every aspect of your life. Yeah. And it's weird because like even Peter McKinnon, um, he, this is almost like a paradox, right? Okay. So yeah. a lot of people are, are complaining that, I don't know if paradox is the right word, by the way, but a lot of people are complaining that there's so much pressure on social media for you to show up and no one's really pressuring you other than yourself. It's, to begin with, yeah, I was just right? about to say it's yourself. Yeah, it's yourself. Yeah. But on the flip side, you'll also see all these content creators like Peter McKinnon, for example. And I love that guy. But he posted um, something on Instagram, I think, yesterday or just recently saying or titled How to Crush Your Instagram Game in 2020. And that was you'll yesterday. See, okay, yesterday. And then you'll see other influencers sharing how to beat the algorithm or how to this and that. So you have one side where people say, um, you know, maybe minimize your social media use and the other side encouraging you, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. Like you really just have to pick whatever suits you at that moment. Absolutely. Because I was going to say, I mean, just because one person is feeling like the pressure and like kind of feeling like they're being taken over by it, that doesn't mean someone else isn't like ready to crush Instagram yes. and yes. the algorithm. Even though I don't believe like, in the, I mean, it's not that I don't believe in the algorithm, but I, I don't know. That's another topic for another. Yeah, I know that's another topic. That, that's like gravity. Like, we're, let's talk about gravity. I don't believe in gravity. I'm just kidding. I don't believe in gravity. <laughs> it's not that I don't believe. I know the algorithm there is there. I mean, my husband is a computer programmer or whatever. Like, I yeah. know that's a real thing. Yeah. But I don't think you should be obsessed with like trying to crush. I the agree. Algorithm. I agree. Yeah. Like both Chelsea and I care very i guess the algorithm is the last thing that i think of about i think about more about content actual content yeah i was just about to say like don't worry like push the algorithm at like the back of your mind like focus on your content and Mm -hmm. consistency and if you focus on those two things i mean that's my that's what happened to me anyways i mean you know so yeah i I never ever think of the algorithm honestly But like you said, it, that's like a completely different topic that we can just it is. we yeah, can let's not fall into that rabbit that. hole. Yeah. But so it, think of it this way then. So if you have one camp that says limit your social media use and be careful and another one saying you should be posting every day so that you can beat the algorithm or grow your Instagram on, you know, this this year, 2020. As a newcomer, for example, or as a as a teenager or a young adult who wants to get into social media, 
what are you most likely going to listen to? I mean, you, you know, it's like it's it's weird. It again, it, it really depends on what your your actual status is at that that given moment. Yeah, but it's a double edged sword. It is a double edged <laughs> sword. My problem is like one side is complaining that they're feeling the pressures, and the other side mm-hmm. is saying, um, you know, let's let's post more, let's show up more, or whatever. It's really hard for me to find someone who gives a solution or mm-hmm. or a maybe a middle ground or maybe some guidelines, right? Because mm-hmm. everything is either, either stay or. away from social media or crush it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like they're both polar opposites. Like it's mm-hmm. one on one side, one on the other. It's either or there's no happy medium. Yeah. So let's talk about some things that um, maybe can help people who are new to this and who are going through something maybe similar. Because I know Chelsea and I have gone through it. I've gone through it so many times. Like I actually took breaks and I considered closing my social media because I was just so pressured and just like, yeah, I felt felt really sick, like physically sick. And Mm -hmm. it's not a good feeling. So let's um, maybe, you know what? Actually, I asked Nicole if she could post on, on the Coffee with Creators um, Instagram account, any uh, like yeah. a poll or something, or asking for people if they have any questions or maybe stories re- related to the topic. And I believe mm-hmm. we did get a couple, so maybe we should answer those. Chelsea, what do you think? Should we answer those you... or should we talk about them about the topic first? I'm good with answering the questions first if you want to do that. Okay, so let's do that because um, I mean maybe that way we can help someone. Yeah, I feel like we than... we can talk about this more when we know what people are actually experiencing, sure. right? Sure, yeah, okay. sure. Do you mind reading the questions or sure. the, the stories that we got? Yeah, so this is from this is from Nicole's email, right? Is that mm-hmm. what you're yes. Okay, yeah. So this question is from Daily Setup Tech, and I think I follow them, or I think I know them. Yeah, Not he's, sure. a, he's a, an awesome guy. Like, I'm actually okay. working with him right now. Like, we're working really? on a little plan a little project Fun. yeah well you know you can always include me no just kidding <laughs> anyways so this is from daily setup tech and it says have you ever told a brand you had content ready but in reality you haven't fish finished or started yet oh yeah i did that like monday <laughs> <laughs> no wonder I you're stressed told- <laughs> i told um i mean i'm just I'm, I'm an open book so i'm just gonna lay it out for you guys i told um oh God, what is that company's name <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. flexi spot i got it okay. okay so um michael and i are both working with the same company he finished his content weeks ago and mine is still sitting in my uh my four-year so no but they they sent me an email on monday and there were you know i had told them my timeline which would be first of august i told them that when i signed on with them. I mean, actually signed a contract, but when I agreed to, to work on the project with them, I told them that I was working on other projects and I would be able to get around to it the 1st of August. And so they messaged me on Monday and they were like, we just wanted to check in, see how you were coming along. I was like, I'm yeah, doing great. Like pretty much finished. <laughs> Not even unboxed the desk yet. It's still unboxed. sitting. In, no, it's still sitting in my entry for you. <laughs> So, yeah, I wouldn't consider that a lie because I've done other things like leading up to it. You know, it's like, not a lie. You know? It's massaging the truth. 
It's <laughs> yeah, we're just putting a little coat over the truth there. I mean, you know, so sometimes you have to. Daily setup text question is actually very it's it's a, it's a, I think a very relevant one because I've while I've never really lied about or <laughs> you know, I've never really said, "Yes, it's done." But I have said before that I'm working on it and when I haven't really touched it yet. Oh, yeah. You know well, what that's mean? what I did this weekend. Yeah. So, and what he's, what I think why this is relevant is that that's one of the pressures that you feel, right? Mm-hmm. You feel the pressure um, when you're working in social media, you feel the pressure to, to deliver right away. And, you know, and obviously just like any job, just like any mm-hmm. job, you feel that pressure, but there is a pressure. It's not like yeah. it's just social media and you can't take it seriously. You have to take it seriously, especially if you it's are working job. on your brand. Yeah. yeah. So that's one question. Um, I mean, I, I don't know how else to answer that other than, yes, I've done that before and Chelsea has. So maybe um, <laughs> well, we can we can read the rest of them. So yeah. Okay, here we go. Um, <laughs> this is from uh, Mikunotech. Mikunotech. Yeah. Uh, how do you balance creating content for yourself versus creating content for exposure? That's a good that's a question. Really, that's a great question. And actually a question or a topic that Michael and I talked about on Monday um, because he was just giving me like tips and pointers and things because obviously he's leaps and bounds above me. So um, he was just saying just like, a chapter in front of you, Chelsea. Uh, yeah. I mean, you you know, we, we all know <laughs> Michael's ahead of the game and that's only because he started first. He started reading exactly. before I did. And exactly. That is okay. But as far as balancing creating content for yourself is something that I struggle with all the time is because when I, like a couple weeks ago, I didn't really have any content to post. And so I was just constantly posting photos of my desk. And you can go back on my Instagram and you can tell where I didn't really have any content because it's all pretty much the same desk photo. But those posts were for myself. And I those are some of the ones that I like the best, even though they're kind of monotonous. They're kind of the same. Um but also I've struggled with not posting at all if I didn't have any content, just feeling like I didn't have anything to say or didn't have anything to post just because there wasn't any like content, I guess. Yeah. To talk like about. there's nothing really relevant to talk about other than mm-hmm. you just want to post. Right. Yeah. 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 I've gone through the same thing. Um, and this was definitely, I, you know what, actually, I still go through it. Um, so the balance is a tricky part. First, I think this is why I am very much um, on a mission to keep my brand, my Instagram account, as real as possible. Because mm-hmm. I do post like, you know, nicely set up office pictures and whatever, but mm-hmm. it's not always the case. And so every now and then you'll see me posting, I don't know, a goofy uh, photo or just like a messy office. And it's my way of trying to keep it real. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So that way, I don't have that extra pressure of trying to keep up with the image. Yeah. So I try to show up as as honest as possible. And um, that way, I, again, also don't have the pressure of having to post something that looks pretty for everyone else. So yeah. since I'm being yeah. honest, I can be completely honest and post like a messy picture and be like, and that post is definitely for me. It mm-hmm. keeps me grounded. Keeps it yeah. reminds me of you know how how social media shouldn't just be a highlight, or at least for me, mm-hmm. you know I I don't want to 
make it into just like a highlight reel. Um, that's how I would balance it. So if you're working in um, social media, like if you want to do it professionally, if you want to make it in, into like a side hustle or like a career, you would have to figure out a way, like you can either create another account for your personal use, because I've done that before, or mm -hmm. you can just try what I do. Basically just balance it like that. Like show up as you, show up as mm -hmm. real as possible. And I think for me at least that works because I feel like I'm being true to myself mm -hmm. without really sacrificing all my other stuff, right? Yeah. If that makes sense. So I showcase a lot of like the real me, I like to say, in my stories. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the time, the things that I post in my stories are very messy. Like yesterday, the unboxing that I did. For I love that, by the way. <laughs> my God. You know, I tried in the beginning to keep them calm. And it, they had just gotten home from daycare and they were excited. And, you know, they're running around with the dog. And I was like, you know what? This is my life. Like, why not just go ahead and showcase that? And that's mm -hmm. what I did. And you can hear my son at one point. He's like, playing my games. He was like <laughs> sitting like right behind the camera. He's like, nah, 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 nah. I'm like, that's so cute, though. Like, I love it. It but, is cute. Yeah. And it's, it's you good. know, what's funny is that those messy things are the most relatable. Like exactly. when I saw that video, I was laughing because I'm like, that's exactly how it's going to happen for me because I have kids yeah. too. And yeah. it's beautiful, right? So my hair was a mess. That whole video was a mess, but it was, it got a lot of attention. Like a lot of people were like, you know, messaging me and uh -huh. Bullstrap was like, Reacting. this is incredible. Like, I love it. I'm like, I thought you guys would hate it, but awesome. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So that's a, that's a good way. That's a good technique that Chelsea and I do. Basically, we try, mm -hmm. we try to be as real Keep as possible real. and yeah and then that that way you're not so pressured you're not pressured so much to to try to create content for exposure you know yeah. that, that i think that's how the question was phrased mm -hmm. um you might be surprised too like the more real you you are the more exposure you actually can get Mm -hmm. um, true true yeah. because they see you as a real person and when yep. somebody relates you and your brand to a real person they they feel like they can trust you. Mm -hmm. And so they're more adept to, I know Michael was telling me, they're more adept to, you know, Following buy something you, that you're, you, yeah. listen to your, mm -hmm. what you're promoting and whatever. But yeah. Yeah. That's so just, just keep it real. Keep mm -hmm. it real. <laughs> yeah. That's just human nature, right? Because that's mm -hmm. how I do it. Like I listen to the people that I trust. And yeah. these people that I trust, I I know more about them than than just, you know, a logo. Like, I know their mm -hmm. face. I know what they like. I know they like the type of ice cream that they like. It's weird. But yeah. because I relate more with them, like, it's it just makes it, they, they, they're more trustworthy to me. But, yeah, yeah that's a, that's a great like, question. They don't feel like an ad on a billboard. They yes. are a real person, and they have this tangible thing in their hand, and you, you feel like you can trust them, like I said. So, mm -hmm. yeah, moving, moving on. But, yes, right. that was a great question. This question is from Zachary Salter, and I know him. I, mm. Well, I mean, we talk on in, on Instagram. But it says that how do you deal with anxiety towards shooting for Instagram and not every picture being a banger? That's so funny. That's like what we're doing right now. That's yeah. what I'm. I'm like in that struggle right now is showing uh, Michael some of the photos that I took for a couple of the companies that I'm working for, and I'm like these look okay, but I'm not like super happy with them. And Michael was like, well, they look great to me. Like, so I think, I don't know, for me personally, I don't think my, I don't, I will never feel like every photo I take is a banger. Mm -hmm. I, 
I think that's just how critical I am on myself. I will always look at someone else's work and think that it's better than mine. So how to deal with the anxiety and just keep posting that, you know, getting feedback from others telling me that it is good or it is a banger like that, that helps me that helps me keep posting. So, yeah, I think I'm accepting it too. like that. You'll have bad days helps mm -hmm. because this is exactly what Chelsea and I were talking before we recorded. Um, I know, it's funny. Yeah, we were just talking about our good days and bad days. And just like what Chelsea said, I, I also have days when I'm like, oh, these photos look like crap. And I have to accept that. I have days mm -hmm. when I'm feeling super inspired and super confident with, with my work. But I think the only time you really have to feel bad is when you know you didn't put in the work, yeah. right? I told Chelsea earlier that if I found, find myself taking photos and, you know, repeat, repeatedly saying, ah, this will do, this will do, this is fine then maybe I should feel bad. Then maybe I should yeah. have anxiety towards the work. But if if I know that I did the work as best as I could, regardless of how I was, I was feeling that day, if I was off or whatever, I think you'll be fine. So yeah. try not to focus on how good the work is. I mean, because that, that probably doesn't sound right, but <laughs> like try not to focus on your work too much. Like don't be so critical about your own work and that yeah. like what Chelsea said ask for others opinion like she showed me her photos I thought they were good so she probably was just having a, an off day and she's not feeling overly confident about um, her work but I honestly thought they were good so ask for other people's opinion and yeah like I said you're and try to keep your anxiety in check because your your tendencies to always be critical with your own stuff and yeah just try not to feel bad unless you know you didn't do the work. Yeah. That's if how you know that you put in your best effort and you did everything that you feel you could do to make that photo the best that it is, don't don't have anxiety. Don't feel bad about it. Yeah. You know, You're shooting if, if yourself you feel, in the foot. Yeah. And mm -hmm. you know, in in the end you will be hurting yourself because you know, you won't be putting out your best content. And yep. that's not. You're going to start doubting yourself. Yep. Yeah. You're going to start doubting yourself. And then every work is just going to be crap. So, yeah, don't try not to um, rely too much on. It's weird, but try not to rely too much on how you're feeling. Yeah. Right. Because if you rely too much on that when it comes to your creative work, um, it's going to be really, really tough. You, yeah, yeah I, I get it. Like we, we all get those pretty really bad days. Through. You just have to. I, I'm accept doing it right now, so mm -hmm. don't, don't. I mean, if you can take like a break, yeah. If you can take a break, if you absolutely, yeah. you, you do not need to get it done right away. Take a break. You know, get mm -hmm. get get your mind your yourself out of that rut first. But if you have to push through it, just know that doing your best is enough. You'll be fine. Absolutely. Great advice, right. as always, Michael. We are moving on to the next question, and this is from Parn Pom Pam. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Neat little name there. It says, how do I get people to not underestimate you as a teen photography enthusiast? I'm 17, and I feel like I just get told, oh, you don't need this, or you don't need that. You're just a teenager or something along those lines. How do I get people around me not to look down on me? I've been taking photos since 2016 using my dad's old camera. So I think I know a thing or two when taking photos, or am I just too confident in myself? How would you answer this, Chelsea? Mm. 
it's a it's a very interesting it's question. A, it's it's a it's real a tough, problem. It's a tough question too. Um, because mm-hmm. I mean, we're all going to handle this in our own way. Yeah. Um, but I think what I would do and what I did is just prove them wrong. Yeah. Like just continue to better your skills in photography. And I mean, I struggled with it too. I mean, I was, when I really started photography as a career, I was a 26 year old mother. Uh, I was married and I had had careers before this and I gave that up to start something as crazy as photography in a saturated market. Um, so you really, you just have to, to better your skills. You have to just prove them wrong. Like I said, prove the haters wrong. The yeah. haters are going to hate. Mm-hmm. And I hope it's not your family who who is kind of telling you that or treating you that way because that would be no fun. But, um, yeah, just prove them wrong. You know, snap keep that shutter. Work. Keep yeah. putting in the work and the time. And I think I think you'll get past that, honestly. Yeah. it's a, This was a really interesting and hard question to answer on my dm because he actually dm'd me and he did yeah i said if you don't mind i'll just i'll address this on the recording Mm -hmm. just because i feel like the dm is not long enough yeah (laughs) and you know when michael talks he talks forever but see that's why michael lets me go first i get out my little (laughs) thoughts and then michael will give you the real insight okay so now you know now you know how our progress works here (laughs) I didn't intend it to be like that, but that's pretty funny. It's not um, happened. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so how I would, I, I'm imagining this as, you know, I try to imagine this situation as, you know, what if this was my daughter, Charlie? Yeah. You know, what if she was 17 and she said, Dad, you know, people don't take me seriously. And they think that I'm just a teenager who just likes to take photos and I'm not that good enough. I don't need all this stuff. They think I'm just being overly confident, even though I've been taking photos for, for how long, right? So maybe how I would approach this is, let me ask you first, if, let's pretend I'm actually talking to you. Um, Parn, Pom, Pam, if that's how you say your name, I'm sorry. But okay. are you looking for validation? Is that what you want? Is it, are you bothered by the fact that people don't, respect you because you're a 17 year old or is it because you they think your photos are not good enough because there's a big difference yeah and I being a teenager um, myself and Michael as well I think it's probably just one of those things I mean you're it's like coming of age you're trying to figure out who you are and then when you have someone telling you you're maybe you're not good enough for that I mean that's hard at any age especially as a teenager and I want to tell this person like I just want to take them in like you are good enough just keep Mm -hmm. trying don't don't let them tell you that because in the end I mean that's that could hurt them that could hurt their career that they could possibly have you know later down Mm -hmm. the line Um, yeah but you know what you know what what's uh unfortunate is that you know real life it's no one's no one's really going you'll be lucky if you find someone who can who can tell you that everything's going to be fine yeah. Right. I mean, it's we're, we're only so fortunate to have people like that in our life. I'm very fortunate mm-hmm. to have people like Me that too. in my life. Me too. But they weren't always there. So I know exactly Same. how you're feeling. Yeah. Same. And it's like for for me, I'm you know, I want you to ask yourself, are you looking for validation? You know, because just because you're 17, basically, because I don't really think anyone is complaining about your photos. I think I mean, I think you're more bothered by the fact that people think you're too young. 
or that you're not an expert because of your age. And I know for a fact that that is, age has nothing to do with your talent or your skill. You know, some people are just really good at some stuff and some people are, you know, just gifted, basically. So what I would advise you is to not focus on whatever they say, but you focus on your craft. So just do the work, take photos as best as you can and do whatever it is that's necessary. If you need equipment, if you really do think that you need equipment, then use it to your advantage. And everything, your work should speak for itself, right? Mm -hmm. It should not say how old you are. It should not say yeah. your your race, orientation, your background, or whatever it is. Your work should be your work, right? Like it should be a, a good photo. So my advice to you is just don't even listen to them. Because you know what? You'll get that even <laughs> in your 20s, even when you're older because you'll you'll at some point you'll come across someone who is much more experienced experienced than you right oh, yeah. there's someone that's sure. much more experienced than you yeah that's and they will yeah. at somehow at some point they're they're going to give you unsolicited advice or or something like that they'll say oh you just need a couple more years or whatever but here's also another thing that you have to realize people who are actually better than you will never are, give you bad advice. Yeah, they will never try never. to bring you down. They, they, no, will, they will only help you. Yeah. They're the ones that are always making that type of noise who are saying, who are trying to bring you down, don't have anything to show for, honestly. Absolutely. So, yeah, you I don't want to associate yourself with those people anyway. No. And Michael and I can speak for that um, from YouTube. I know Michael surely can, and I can as well. We I had um just a couple weeks ago and I sent it a screenshot to Michael and I said the haters have come to hate <laughs> and I think she said like my lighting was too dark I mean you can't you know you can't please everyone no. if you feel confident in your photos I mean you keep taking those photos you keep building your business and you know everything will come will come with time mm -hmm. I guess yeah is what I'm trying to say your um, confidence should never come from your age yeah, no, God, no. I had from no confidence. I had no yeah. confidence when I was a teenager. And you yeah. can tell. I mean, you can look at me and tell she ain't got no confidence. <laughs> but it, it, it <laughs> And it sucks. I mean, I know, I think you are from, if I'm not mistaken, I think he's from, he or she is from Indonesia or somewhere in Southeast Asia, I think. I, mm -hmm. I'm, I apologize if, if you're not, because I know I was looking at, I try to look at, you know, whoever sent the message just to get a better feel of who they oh, are. Yeah. I do that um, too. Speaking from, from my own personal experience, living and growing up in Southeast Asia, like the culture there is very different. And when you are young, te people tend to look down on you, no matter what, regardless of what, of how good you are or, you know, oh, whatever. Yeah. So, so it's funny tidbit just really quick Taylor Swift just released a new song and it was like when you're young they all think you know nothing so yeah you know that's something that resonates with everyone everyone yeah. goes through that yeah so no one thinks you know anything when you're young yeah so that's normal just don't um don't don't be bothered by it too much and don't you know what's great on it too much. yeah you know what's great is once you get better and once you if you are good already and you're it'll show it you know in your through your work all these people who doubted you or who are looking down on you, you won't hear a thing from them ever no. again. Then that's no. awesome. That's like your that's your comeback, basically. And the, there's really the no Karen, reply to that. The Karen that wrote to me, I think I said thank <laughs> you or I liked it. And she never wrote anything back. Yeah. So, you know, they're, they're Karens. Know. They're not going to write back. <laughs> they're Karens. Yeah. <laughs> 
But I hope you you find you find uh, solace somehow in that in that answer that we gave you. And yeah, definitely don't focus on your age and don't don't be bothered by it. I know it, it's annoying. Yes, it's annoying. But yeah, try not to focus on that. Focus on the work. You'll be fine. Yeah. Um, Michael's an old man. Take it from him. Okay. <laughs> yes, I am. This is your this is your dad speaking. It's your dad. Well, you could be his dad, Michael. I mean, I, I know. I, I know that's weird. <laughs> could I? Could I be their mom? No. They're only 17. Well, no, I don't know. Maybe. It's not I'm, unheard of, Chelsea. I'm 30. Oh, God. We could be their parents. Okay, moving on. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> moving on. This is from All the Right Things, which is Nicole's sister. Yes, Noelle. Correct. Her name's Noelle. Yes. Noelle. Okay. Hi, Noelle. Anyways, it says, how do you stay authentic to your brand? Hmm, good question. It's a good question. And I think that kind of really goes back to just keeping it real. Yeah. Right? Like just yeah. being yourself, kind of just staying authentic to yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Michael's going to have a more intelligent answer for you. Oh, no. But that's <laughs> my take. All I'm just going to say is, yeah, post <laughs> the things that you like that, that resonate with you and mm-hmm. don't share the things that you don't like. Just because maybe, you know, maybe we'll get, again, social pressure. Um, I'm not going to use anything touchy as an example. But let's say, for example... <laughs> Someone, what was it that, that, uh, shoot, I can't even remember that there, there was this, this, um, bottle, water bottle, or it's like a, it's a thermos. I've, I can't even remember. It's like very, very popular lately. Everyone has it. And I'm like, what is the name of it? I can't remember. My wife has I'm it. I'm a sucker and, for water bottles. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, everyone just has it. Is and it Hydro Flask? Hydroflask, yeah, that's it. Hydroflask. Ah, we have like twenty of those things, <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it is good, right? It is good, and it's somehow there's like that though, social, yeah. yeah, that social pressure in a weird way. Like to if have you want to post, yeah, like if I were posting a water bottle, for example, in my office, mm-hmm. I would want one that's popular, right? And that looked you know, good too. Yeah, that looked good. Yeah, gotcha. And so, okay. but if I'm not really a fan of theirs, if I don't like it, then why would I do that? Right? Like, so yeah. going back to what Chelsea said, just keep it real, keep it real. And it, this is probably one of the biggest challenges in social media is the hardest thing that you can do in social media is showing up as yourself, yeah. being yourself. That's really the hardest part because we're, we feel that the, the, um, the spotlight is on us and we only mm-hmm. want to show the best parts of us. Right? So if you want to remain authentic, you have to be true to yourself you have to you have to accept the things that are not perfect about you or when i say perfect this this is like with the air quotes because no one is perfect no one is We're perfect all human yeah just one and that's race, what the human makes race. that's what makes everything beautiful diversity and just you know the Absolutely. little imperfections again in air quotes and that's what makes you relatable so the more authentic yeah. you are the more real you are if you're having an off day say it i'm having an off day you know if you took a a photo or if you if you drew or wrote something that you didn't think was good and you want to share it yeah definitely share it and say mm-hmm. i don't think this is good you know it's not my so that's how i would remain how that's how i would stay authentic you definitely have to be present you always have to be um oh yeah aware you know that yeah. that that self-awareness is it takes some practice sometimes because especially if you're getting yeah, if you're getting a lot of attention from social media, like likes and mm-hmm. shares, it can cloud your judgment. And it's a real thing. So, oh, yeah, yeah definitely um, um, just be mindful about that. And I think mm-hmm. I think you'll be fine. But it takes some practice. But you can yeah. do it. Oh, yeah. It, 
it does take practice and it, it does come with time. But I think I think we answered that question yeah. very well. And I hope that did you some some good, Noel. And we are going to move on to the next question. And this is from Apple Today Now, and I know them, I think. Yeah. I know I've, mm-hmm. I've talked to them. It says how do you nope. It says, how many times a day do you guys check the likes on your most recent posts? Ooh, we're hitting a nerve here. This is this mm-hmm. is very much in line with yeah. today's topic. Yeah. The, and the pressure of mm-hmm. social media. Um, I used to be um very aware of every like and everything that was uh being said on my post or all the likes that I was getting, but now I just I post it and I I walk away. Um yeah. Because you have to. Um, I found that I was becoming obsessed with it. And when a photo didn't get as many likes as I thought or as many likes as I had been getting, I would kind of get depressed. So I just walked away. I was like, you know, it's going to do what it does. And I'm, I'll am i check it in a few hours or I'll check it tomorrow or whatever. But that that's kind of what I had to do. So I, yeah. as far as the question, how many times a day, I'd once maybe after i post it i don't know maybe twice once or twice mm-hmm. okay that's it um my <laughs> answer is way too many times and <laughs> yeah way too many times and like chelsea i have to put some limits to it so yeah. now after i post something i don't know if you i don't know if anyone's noticed this but whenever i post something i disappear so I post something and I don't even answer any comments until maybe the next day. The next day, that's what I do. Yeah. Too. So yeah, you I have try to do that though. Yeah, and it's not because I don't want to answer the questions. Trust me, I want to answer the the comments and say thank you and whatever. But and we that's the also problem. Have to be present in our lives. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's I've, the problem. Yeah. Exactly. Because that it will consume you. It will absolutely consume you. So you have yes. to set it down and you have to walk away sometimes. And so. Yeah. Yeah, that's what yeah, I Yeah, so that's not Michael trying to be cool by posting something. It's like dropping the mic and walking off stage. No. No, that's it, what he's doing. <laughs> we all know. No. <laughs> Michael is walking away because he needs he needs to disconnect. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a problem. So yeah. I'm I'm doing that a lot lately because I've been checking it way too much. And again, mm-hmm. it's one of those things that I have to be conscious about. Yeah. Um but yeah, be conscious about that. The likes are going to be there. Don't worry. I mean, no one's going to take your anywhere. likes away. Even yeah. if they did, I'm going to tell you why they don't really matter. Okay? Yeah. In, in, if in a somebody's bit. going to take their like away, you didn't want their like anyways. To begin with, yeah. I know. <laughs> who would take a like away anyway? <laughs> I know. That's why I was laughing. I was like, who would do that? <laughs> All right. Anyways. I think we have one last question that's related do? to the topic, yeah. Yes, it's the last one for the topic, and then I assume we're going to go back at the end and answer the rest of these. Mm-hmm. Um, but it says, this is from Minimal Dan, and it says, what would you advise to do if you're affiliated with a company that you no longer believe in due to bad products, bad experience, and communication? In this case, signed up to their affiliate plan. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, this hasn't really happened to me yet, um, but I would probably... If I was on like a like as an ambassador with them, if I if they were constantly in touch with me and I was in touch with them and they were constantly sending me things, kind of like I am with Nomad. I mean, probably every like once a month or twice a month, Nomad is constantly sending me something. So I'm on a constant connected base with them. Um, I would just write them and tell them that I'm no longer interested. I'm 
our beliefs no longer mesh. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they no longer align. Um, it's kind of you guys are kind of off brand for me, so I'm just gonna kind of step back. Um, yeah, that I mean that's what I would do if yeah. I was just like an affiliate. Like I'm an affiliate for Peak Design. I have no other relation with them other than. I get like 5% if someone buys through my link, I'd probably just unsubscribe from their affiliate program without writing them because I'm not really an ambassador with them anyway. So, yeah. Yeah. um, Remember the only thing you're losing from actually, I should, I should probably answer that first. And what I would do is I definitely, I definitely cut ties because going back to being authentic, it's your name that's on the line here. It's not, it's your brand, not just yeah. theirs, right? It's, it, for, first and foremost, it's going to be yours. Mm-hmm. Because if you're the one who's pushing for their content and pushing for their, you're helping them promote, right? That's your reputation and as well. It's your reputation. It's your, then your face. <laughs> you're ruining your entire career just because you want to keep an affiliate link, right? So the worst thing that yeah. you're losing is an affiliate link. And trust me, there will be more as long as you're being authentic. This, this yeah. goes back to what episode, was it episode 12 when we talked about if you're, asking why you should get paid for collaborations sponsored yeah yeah they are using you as a billboard so you should not feel bad for them at all yeah Yeah. i mean i know it sucks yeah it probably sucks it sucks to to lose an affiliate link but you don't want that affiliate link to begin with because you don't want the bad press and you want to remain authentic to your audience absolutely in the in the large scheme of things it's only a, a small portion of what you can accomplish or what you can have if you stay authentic and stay true to yourself and mm-hmm. true to your brand. So yeah. yeah, I would cut ties and walk away with the building burning. Like I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah. Cause it's almost, to me, it's almost like if you're using a, I don't know, like a rental company, for example, and you don't like the service, you don't like whatever it is and you just don't want to cut ties. Cause you feel bad. You know what I mean? But obviously yeah. there's, there's an affiliate link, but Remember, your brand is much more important than their feelings, mm-hmm. right? And whatever it is that they're paying you, unless they're paying you your affiliate links, they're paying you in like, I don't know, millions of dollars, then yeah, I would probably think about it. Maybe communicate well, and say, you know, what can we do to fix this? But yeah, but I feel like if you're making millions with the company, you're you're more entangled into that company rather yeah. than just just an affiliate. Yeah, an affiliate. Yeah. yeah, you're not you're not a spokesperson. You're not in that sense. Yeah. You're not like um, you're not employed by them. You yeah. just help sell their products. You honestly, what you you're are is you are a, a storefront. Yes, you are. You're doing them a favor. They're using you as their Amazon storefront, basically, which sucks. As That's why. Billboard. Yep, you need to charge for collaborations, and if they are not. Um, basically doing the right thing you need to cut ties with them and if you can call them out (laughs) i almost did remember chelsea almost did i almost called someone out i was so mad good thing i mean i said i'm gonna try one more time i'm gonna try one more time and and, and the last time it worked it was successful so i'm like okay i guess it's just like a thing that doesn't last still though still though plus all the horror stories i've been hearing about this one brand was just mm, yeah yeah, so I definitely don't want it because here, without giving the name of the brand away, um, I had a friend asking how they could purchase one from their store and if I would recommend it. 
Mm-hmm. But having heard all these horror stories and... You're probably afraid to recommend. I was afraid. I actually told them. I said, I don't know if I trust them because I don't know if I personally would buy from them. That's what I told her. Mm-hmm. And because she's my friend, you know, and mm-hmm. that's, you know, I think everyone should be treated the same way, whether they're just, you know, a follower or whatever. Mm-hmm. If someone asks me a question, let's say I have an affiliate link with them. And mm-hmm. yeah, I could be earning, I don't know, like a small percentage of the, of, of the sale. And I'm talking like, like, 5%. I don't know, like peanuts. Yeah. Like really, really small. It's peanuts. For yeah. It's not, it's not worth basically throwing someone under the bus and saying, yeah, yeah, go, go, go buy it so I can get an affiliate link. No, it's just, yeah. that's just not the right thing. No. And yeah, with the world in the, the world that we live in right now, it's so easy to call them out too. I almost did. I was telling Chelsea, I'm like, I'm ready to call this this. It would have blasted out. out too. Oh yeah, I was no, going to make. <laughs> I was even going to make a post about it, but thankfully They're it was lucky. resolved. They're lucky. <laughs> They're lucky that last one worked. Yeah, you guys have so it. much power, you don't know it. So Michael don't... was about to set that <laughs> warehouse on fire. <laughs> Don't feel bad if if they don't align with you anymore and just cut you're, it. you're worried about the yeah, worried about the affiliate link. Just cut it. Yeah, don't worry about it. it. There's more, more, more to come for sure. Um, but I think that's the last of the questions that um, we have for this particular topic. And I want to jump back into what we were talking about. Right. Like the, the main topic, because yes. the reason why I went with the topic questions first, because normally I would go with the whole topic first. And then, because I wrote a couple of things on my notes mm-hmm. that yeah, I wanted so. to, to share. And, um, but I was afraid that maybe these questions, because when Nicole made the post on Instagram, she asked people if, um, for any questions or comments regarding this, this topic. And I realized that it's actually kind of broad. Mm-hmm. Like when you say pressures to social media and content creation, I'm like, oh, shoot, that's a broad topic. So yeah, maybe we should read the questions first and see if they actually are in line with what we're talking about it is actually it is yeah so that's their only reason so if you're listening right now no don't worry you didn't fast forward to the end for some reason and you're at the questions already so we're switching things up on you guys yeah yeah, we're changing things up interesting yep keeping you up on your toes um so we're gonna go jump back into the, the the main topic which is the pressures of social media and i'm gonna read a couple of things that i wrote um, just as a little bullet and, you know, bullet points for me to, to, to talk about. And what it is that I really wanted to highlight today is burnout, right? Yeah. Like you feel that burnout because of social media. And mm-hmm. like we discussed earlier, when you were kids, when we were kids, we never really experienced that because the only time we were connected was when we were at school, when we were playing or when we, we were with our peers or friends. But during the weekends, that's your day off. And mm-hmm. even then, you still felt pressure like social pressure but now imagine a world where you're always connected like that pressure is real and you can get burned out like really really fast like Mm -hmm. right now chelsea and i are kind of feeling the same way like i'm honestly ready to quit right now but i want to crawl in a hole and take a nap (laughs) i want to like hibernate from everything because it is a lot of pressure it's it's a lot of pressure yeah it is yeah and it and it's dangerous because you know why it's dangerous it crawls up on you it doesn't Mm -hmm. it gradually sets in it's not like you wake up one day and you're like oh you know um i guess i'm not feeling you know it's like you you kind of fight it off in the beginning because you're you're thinking of so many other things like oh maybe i'm just i maybe i just need coffee or whatever it's so gradual that you don't 
you don't notice it until you're like feeling physically sick. You're you're like buried underneath it. <laughs> yeah. And it's like it's usually it's when it's just too late. That's when you really mm-hmm. notice it. And it's even more apparent, I think, for people who work in social media. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like us, for example, just because we have that pressure with companies and projects that we've we've agreed to, right? And mm-hmm. things don't always work out the way we we plan them. Content creation is not easy, as no. a matter of fact. Like, if you want quality, you are going to have to spend time mm-hmm. working on it. And so I see a lot of influencers online saying that they are quitting. And the problem is they're saying why they're quitting or why they disappeared. But they haven't really, I, at least for me, I have not... Um, encountered someone who's who has given an actual solution mm-hmm. other than hey guys i'm back i was gone because this and this and this and that's pretty much it but there's yeah. no you guys should avoid this because and you sh- you guys should do this instead so i wrote a couple things that i think might help people and but before we answer those but before i give those um advice or solutions i want to ask why we get burnout from social media and the pressure First, I think it's because of FOMO. I mean, I think you know what FOMO yeah. is. Yeah. Exactly. That's that's a real thing because we're mm-hmm. all so connected that you feel that if you're not connected to social media, you literally missed out on like the world. You don't know what's going on. Everyone seems to be having fun because again, you're seeing the highlight reel. Yeah. And you start to feel kind of sick to your stomach. Like, man, I'm missing out. The other one could be because you're just lonely. Maybe you just need um, your online company, right? Like your your online friends. Maybe you're insecure. Maybe you seek validation through the likes. Maybe, um, yeah, like maybe I've heard people say this a lot, actually. They'll take pictures. And, uh, and I know it's an expression, but I've actually heard someone say this and they absolutely believed in it when they said, oh, I'm doing this for the gram. And literally, they're just doing mm. it for the likes. And mm-hmm. I felt bad because it was very obvious that they... There's something it deeper was just, going on there. Yeah, it's just validation for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe people are also feeling the pressure from harassment. I mean, <laughs> that alone... I mean, go on Facebook. Facebook used to be for family. Oh, And I now it's all Facebook. for harassment. <laughs> hate Facebook. I would literally delete Facebook if it wasn't for my family and my friends being on there mm-hmm. because they're all on Facebook. I don't know why they haven't really moved to Instagram, but that's the only reason why I keep it because otherwise Facebook is complete garbage. Like you yeah. scroll through and all you see is the saddest things and people like manipulating other people and shaming mm-hmm. other people for absolutely no reason. Yeah. And I just can't take it. Yep. <laughs> that's another pressure right there. Uh, and no. then yep. the only other thing that I can think of is an addiction. You know, it, Social yeah. media can be addicting. And mm-hmm. how do you know you're addicted to it? Well, are you going through withdrawals? Like, I know I did. And are you I've always yeah. yeah, constantly checking, constantly looking for that high? Because when you see the likes, when you see the comments, when you see the follows, yeah. it your, your, your brain gets that dopamine hit, mm-hmm. right? And you're, it's just you're like, like any other super happy. Yeah. yeah. And then when you get off social media, you're like, all right, I, I, need, I need to get on again. So... Could be an addiction. So those are the reasons that I could think of, like why we actually have these pressures. And and I think the next thing that we we need to realize is that it's actually not that easy. The companies are literally trying it, trying their best to make it hard for us to quit social media. 
money is being made when you're on social media. Mm-hmm. Chelsea and I know this because we work in social media, right? Like the more we are online, the more potential that we can make. Yeah. But it's dangerous because there's not there's it's not like there's OSHA for social media, right? Like no one's saying wear this <laughs> while you're on, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, there, no one's limiting you from from using yeah. social media. And companies are literally trying to keep you online. That's why they have algorithms. That's why they they push all these ads. That's that's why they. That's how they're making they, their money. Yeah, I, I I've noticed this before, Chelsea, and I could be wrong, but this is my my observation. That's why I personally don't post every day. I think I mentioned mm-hmm. this before, but the reason why I don't post every day is because for some weird reason, I think the algorithm thinks that. Okay, so here's my observation: if I don't post every day, um, let's say every three days, I notice that. Instagram tends to show me more, or I, I get a lot more follows Same. than when I post every day. And the reasoning behind it, I think, because I could be wrong, is that because Instagram wants you to be using it. It wants you to be on all the time. So when you're not on it, it starts to show your profile more to like the explore page or to someone mm-hmm. else. It's probably recommending you more. So you get more follows and you get more likes. And once you get more follows and when you get more likes, you see the notification, what happens? Your tendency is to get back on Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. So I, again, I could be wrong, but that's honestly what I've noticed in the last two years that I've been using Instagram. Mm-hmm. And it's helping me because first, I don't have to, I, I have that less pressure to show up online because I'm like, I don't have to post every day. Yeah. The, and the next is I'm actually growing because of that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they changed it. I don't know if it's really a, a thing, but it is definitely something that I have noticed. Same. So companies are trying to keep you online. Mm-hmm. So it's not really that easy um, to quit. And But we have to realize that. We have to accept that. So knowing that, knowing that there are so many pressures, different types of pressures, and that uh, social media is actually making it hard for you to quit social media, what can we do? Like, well, I guess first we have to identify first, like, right, when, when we're feeling burnt out. Mm-hmm. And how do I know this? Like, personally, I know this when I have the urge to constantly just uh, check my Instagram. Like, was, I think it was a few days ago. I just posted something and I closed it. And then not even two minutes later, I'm checking it again. Mm-hmm. I'm checking it again. And I'm like... I was reading in the middle middle of an email. I'm, I was in the middle of reading an email. I didn't even finish the email. I checked my Instagram. I'm like, okay, this is getting out of hand. So I that, put my phone down, yeah. right? It, it's like, okay, this is driving me nuts. Yeah. I noticed that myself. And I also have difficulty concentrating. You know, like mm-hmm. I said, I was reading an email. I couldn't even finish it. And I then I also that. have, um, I'm just suddenly not, I don't know. I feel sad, like emotional um, fatigue. That's right. I, yeah. Right. Just like you feel sad. Emotionally um, just drained. I think. Here's, here's another thing, Chelsea, that I wanted to, I want to share. Insomnia. And yeah. guess what? Oh, my God. That's such, a, that's such a problem for me because I will fall asleep looking at my phone and then I will mm-hmm. wake up and go right for my phone. I fell asleep this morning at 4 a.m. Not because of my kids. But because I kept thinking about social media. Yep. You went to bed at 4 a.m.? I went to bed at 4 a.m. woke up at 7. Because my kid was up. Yeah. No, I don't have that problem. Yeah. I go to bed at a reasonable time. I just look at my phone until I fall asleep. (laughs) 
<laughs> it doesn't happen all the time. But That's last good. night was one of those days when it was more than just checking social media, honestly. But the constant thought of social media and how I'm going to grow it and my plans and all this stuff came all together to the point where I was doing research for other things that are kind of related to it. And mm-hmm. my mind was working, was running at 100 miles an hour, and I couldn't go to, go to bed until 4 a.m. I had to force myself to go yeah. to bed. So were you and like still in the office at 4 a.m. or were you? No, I was out in the loft. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, I was like laying in the, on the couch and I was I was on my iPad and my oh, okay. phone. And I'm like, shoot, this is not good. So I'm never not, I'm going to try my best not to do that again. But I'm yeah. telling you guys that even for someone like, you know, you would think like I, you think I'm probably sitting comfortable and just thinking, oh, my account's going to keep growing. No, that's not the case. I'm constantly thinking of different ways. And yeah, it's just not healthy. I have not yeah. been able to uh, disconnect since yesterday. So that's that's a problem. Um, I also get mental and physical like pressure, like tension, right? Like I start to get headaches. I start to get like my neck hurts. These are the things. These are just the couple of things that I can think of mm-hmm. that means I'm basically headed towards that burnout. Mm-hmm. And maybe you, Chelsea, you have, do you have any other signs that you can look out for? When uh, you start just f- when I don't feel motivated to post, I know like I've passed my limit. Like when I don't feel excited about taking photos of new content and, you know, kind of furthering on, that's when I know like I've let it go too far. I needed to take a break a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's I'm sure where we're, I am. that's where I am right now, honestly. Yeah, I'm, sh- I'm sure we're not the only ones who are facing that or, or experiencing this. And no. maybe even this might even be uh, light symptoms compared to what other people are feeling. Mm-hmm. So we have to be aware of the, these signs. These are yeah. the ones that I gave you that I'm facing myself and mm-hmm. even recently. So I hope you are um, conscious about that in your own yeah. personal lives. So I guess before, I mean, to move on, the next question is, what do we do then? Like once we're feeling all this pressure, what what can we do? Because this is my problem when I was watching all these videos, you know, of these people telling about what happened to them. What is the solution then? Do you have any... Um, I don't know, maybe... I mean, just personally... What would you do, Chelsea? Yeah, just step away. And I know everyone's like, well, that is so cliche. Because it's so hard to step away. And me personally, I've not done anything about it. I'm just kind of... I keep going. And then one day, it's probably just going to blow up. (laughs) Yeah. I have no advice. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no. Um, And that's the thing, too. Like, it's really hard. Unless I sat down and read and did some research and watched some videos. Mm -hmm. And that's the only reason I came up with my own list. Mm -hmm. And that's the problem. Like not everyone can do that. Like if I, yeah, I put you, I I did put you on the spot, Chelsea. I apologize. But it's it's like, if you ask that to to anyone else, no one's really going to have a really good answer to that unless they sit down and research and, you know, whatever. So that's one thing, actually stepping away. I mean, that's probably the basic thing, just stepping away. But yeah, yeah. That's the the basic thing, just Turning stepping away. But but it sounds it's a lot easier, you know, when when you say it. Like it's mm-hmm. it's not as easy as it it sounds, basically. Because then you have this whole other slew of worries. Like, mm-hmm. are my followers going to disappear? Is my career over because I'm taking a break? Like, okay, I just need to get it out of my head. Like, let me just keep pushing through and pushing through, and then 
one day before you know it, like you're just going to blow up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you do need to heed those warnings. You need to step back. There's nothing wrong with stepping, uh, stepping away and taking a break and your followers are going to be there. They're not going anywhere. And like Michael said, your Instagram or your account will probably grow even more because you're not readily available and on there. Instagram's going to keep calling you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that used that as an incentive. <laughs> exactly. In- Instagram's going to call. Instagram's going to be like your ex who's bothering you right. in the middle of the night. <laughs> I never had that problem. My Stories. ex was like, no, I don't oh, I'm done. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they were I just know. like, moving on. I'm the Bye, ex. Chelsea. <laughs> I'm the ex. I'm, <laughs> I'm the, the one ex. calling. <laughs> so yeah. I've written a couple of things that I think might help. I hope it will help because it does help me when I do mm-hmm. these things, right? So first thing is definitely identify it first. Identify yeah. that you have a problem. Before you can solve a problem, you have to identify it first. So if you, you feel that, that you the pressure... Yeah, if you feel the pressures of social media and you're starting to feel burnout, then identify it. The earlier, the better. So you have mm-hmm. to be very... Um, sensitive to it and once you do that give yourself enough room to avoid it like if I know I'm starting to feel the pressure if I'm starting to feel burnout maybe next week I won't take any new jobs right or any new projects or maybe I'll say I'm going to take a few days off I'm going to take a week off of Mm -hmm. social media I know people who have taken months off social media and I promise you every single one of them came back happier than they left they always say the detox is awesome Mm -hmm. and there's a good reason for that it's just we're starting to feel like people again right yeah um the other thing would you yeah just really quickly would you advise like maybe deleting the app altogether like from your phone people have very different levels of control Mm -hmm. um i don't need to delete my apps Mm-hmm. I just need to be aware of it that, yeah. okay, I'm not using Instagram. So, so I just, you, it depends on you. Yeah. So I honestly just have questions. Like I'm just yeah, like yeah. a viewer. Go ahead. Um, do you um, not get on period or like when you say taking a break, are you just taking a break from posting or are you still like scrolling? Are you still getting on and scrolling and looking at others? If I, when, those days when I know I need a break, I really stay away. Yeah, okay. And I try to be aware of it enough. It, I'm Obviously, you have to be aware of it enough that to be conscious not to use it, right? To be conscious. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're, we're creatures of habit. Yeah, Once that's what I was going to say. It's so second right. nature for me to pick up my phone and go straight to mm-hmm. Instagram. Yeah. So you have to be hyper aware. So if you think that you can't get over that, then maybe you should delete it. And then once you, you're more aware of it, then you, you'll eventually have control yeah. over, you know, the things that you do. I keep myself busy. Mm-hmm. When I know that it's hard for me. So I do something else. Like something completely different or something else that I like that is not Instagram or social media just to exactly. keep me busy. And, you know, that's I've kind of adopted into playing um, Nintendo Switch with my son because that mm-hmm. is a good way to keep me busy. I'm still on like a device, but I'm not just mindlessly scrolling through social media. Yeah. I'm interacting with my son. I'm and bonding you're having with fun. him. I'm having fun. I'm bonding with yeah. him. And I'm playing these silly games. And it is it has helped, honestly. I mean, I just got the yeah. switch last weekend because it took us six months to find one that was for sale. But um, 
I found that that helps. So maybe that will help some of you guys is like Michael said, just find something that's not social media, like a game or a board game. Like I know my husband and I, we play Twister with the kids and it's super fun to watch a <laughs> six-year-old and a three-year-old try to move their body limbs, like how you have to for Twister. So cute. So yeah, that's a thing that we like. I mean, my husband too, he's addicted to, um, to iFunny. So we both kind of, when, when we realize what's happening, we have to just kind of put them down and we have to play like tangible games or, you know, something else. So something those, else, those yep. things help us. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So those are good advice. And yeah, definitely. Again, because we are all different in that sense, like we, we cope with things differently. Mm-hmm. So find whatever it is that works for you. But mm-hmm. the point is to not use social media yeah. as much. You don't have to quit completely forever, mm-hmm. but giving yourself time away from it is definitely recommended. You know, definitely, it's just definitely like, recommended. It's just like any other job. You know, I mean, lots of people like my mom who has a real job, I say, and even my husband who has a real job. I mean, they get vacation time. You know, yeah. James gets like, I don't, he gets a ridiculous amount of vacation time. Um but my mom, she gets like two weeks a year. I don't even want to count James because it's like ridiculous the vacation time that he gets. I'm like, do you even work? Um, but, you know, like normal people have time that they take off from work. So I I think it's it's normal. I mean, it's fine yeah. to take a break. I mean, go to the beach, go wherever. I mean, if you live at the beach, go to Alaska or go somewhere. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it's completely normal. It's fine. And vacation times are set for a reason, right? They companies give them for a reason because yeah. it's the healthy thing to do. Like yeah. you need to disconnect. And again, because social media is so new and it's not really, it's in its infancy stage. It's not mm-hmm. like you and I would say it, it's not a real job. Like you just mentioned that it's yeah. not a real job yet. You yeah. know, it's not like recognized as a, like an influencer. It's not, come on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I get it. I get what it is. You it's tell a your job. Tax, you tell your tax people that and they're like, okay, sweetheart. Okay, <laughs> we're just going to mark you down as housewife, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, mm, that's rude. <laughs> but I make but yeah, money. Look at my money. <laughs> I know. So it, but that's the thing. Like, no one gives us a vacation time. So you have to give yourself that vacation time. You have yeah. to be more aware. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that and um, also don't use your following as currency. I know I mentioned in the beginning that following, I said this, like in the beginning of this podcast, I said, um, your numbers are not as important as you think and, or you shouldn't be taking that seriously as much. And I'll explain why. That's what I said. I think something like that in the beginning. And yeah, because a lot of people use your following, your likes, your shares, whatever it is as a social currency. Yeah. Like you are only valid if you have all these likes, if not all true. these people follow you, that is not, not true. true. Mm-hmm. I hate not that people think that, but we all do. All. Yeah, but but if you immerse yourself so much and long enough in this world, you start to feel that. Mm-hmm. And once you start to feel that, once you start feeling crappy and you feel like you need to post a, post a selfie just so you can get some likes and feel better, maybe you need it's to. It's time. For yeah, a you need to start. Yeah, you need to start um, <laughs> taking a little break mm-hmm. because you are more valuable than what your likes ever oh, so, like yeah. suggest. Absolutely. There's, yeah, that should never be a measure measurement of your your worth, your value, or whatever it is. So numbers are just numbers. Your following is just a following, 
don't worry about that. It You're never just... should be anything more than that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, never should. Um, I also, hope no one feels that way. I'm so sorry. The sad part is there are people who feel that I way, know. and that's yeah. why it's important for us to remind them yeah. that that's never the sure. case. Yeah, um, except, topic. yeah, except that the world of social media will will go on. Oh, yeah. It's not going anywhere. We're in 2020. Yeah. It's here to stay. Yeah. I, I have a funny story. I remember posting this like a few months ago or maybe a year ago. I stayed off social media for like maybe a little bit over, over a week. And I was used to posting almost every day. I remember yeah. when you left. I was yeah. just kind of getting in. I was like, where did Michael go? I mean, we weren't like friends at that time or anything, yeah. but I was just a follower of Michael. <laughs> and I was like, where did he go? Like, because I was so used to seeing every day that you were mm-hmm. posting or stories or something, yeah. you know, so. And it just disappeared. And yeah. that's when I, um, I think my experience, my real first burnout, no, my second, my second burnout. And one of the comments that I got was so funny. And he's like, dude, I'm so happy that you're back, but I'll be honest with you. And, you know, I hope you don't take any offense. I didn't even notice you were gone. And I started <laughs> laughing. And I'm like, that is so true. Nah, For yeah. me to think that the world will stop just because I was gone, that just seems so egotistical. Right. I was just about to say that. It's like <laughs> so funny. Yeah. You know, so, but I've done the same thing. And I remember mm-hmm. telling Michael, you guys, I was like, Michael, I know I need a break. But I am so afraid that my page is like going to disappear. Or, you yeah. know, people are going to miss me. But they never do. They never yeah. do. It's good to be missed sometimes, you know? Yeah. And, you know, every time that I take like a two or three day break or a week break, I'd probably, I would write like, I'm back. I I was resting or focusing on my children. Everyone's like, it's good to take a break. Like you need to take a break. It's okay. And everyone Mm -hmm. will always understand that because they've been there. I mean, even if they're not in the world of a content creator on social media as their profession, like they've been there in some other aspect of their life. So Mm -hmm. everyone's going to always understand that. And if they don't, you probably don't want them around anyways. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. You don't want to be associated with those type of people. So, yeah. But yeah, um, uh, you know, except just accept that the world of social media is just going to keep going on. The world doesn't revolve around you as, you know. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, <laughs> as much as I hate to say, it doesn't revolve around myself. Yeah. It doesn't. <laughs> I'm just doing it for the attention. So. <laughs> I'm just doing it for the attention, only to get Charlize's attention. That's why I'm doing it. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll do it, but only for the attention, okay? Only for, but I only want, I told Michael the only reason why I have Instagram is to get Charlize's, Charlize Theron's attention. And I know. He, he said know. it's not working for me, but I, I beg to differ. <laughs> I beg to differ. <laughs> It's just an ongoing joke that we have. Every, every, yeah, every time I see Charlize post something, I'm like, let me see if Chelsea has commented already. No, I have. You know I have. <laughs> She's on it. I'm on it. That's so no, funny. So it's an ongoing joke, you guys. I will just go ahead and tell you because I think our first episode that we ever did, not the pilot that actually made it on to the show, um, a, a viewer question or a listener question was, who would you like to have coffee with? It could be anyone dead or alive. And I said Charlize Theron. And then from then on out, it's just like been a big thing with me and Charlize Theron. So, I mean, Charlize, I am, I'm down for that coffee if you want to meet me. I'll she fly, is a, fly to California. She is a big fan of Charlize Theron, guys. Like she, so she is really Michael, is. Though. I am. And that's why my daughter's name is Charlie. Named her after Charlize. I, her name is actually Charlize. I know. And, I love um, it. Yeah, it's it's just hilarious. But, but yeah. yeah. 
A little Something. side note, little, little footnote little right there. Tidbit, little fun tidbit <laughs> for you guys. Um, other thing that we can do to try to avoid this burnout is to spend time doing something that you actually like. That's outside of social media. You like going to the bar, to the park. I mean, I know it's a little challenging right now, but something. <laughs> I thought that's you not said the media. bar. I was like, are the bars open there? You I go think to I the s- bar, Michael. <laughs> I thought I, I almost said the bark. <laughs> the bark. Okay. Bar and park. Yeah. Michael's m- brain is at the bar. I know. My brain is at the bar. <laughs> I think we all just need to go to a bar like, yes. you know, and just that's, like, chill out. <laughs> that's what I need. You know, it's um, really quick too. Uh, yesterday, I actually was um, on a podcast with, mm-hmm. with someone. This ah. person. Yeah, it was really cool. Like this What's person is. It? Um, it's called, uh, let me, it's embarrassing. Like build your success. I think, uh, oh, okay. I was going to say, uh, I... he, he's still working on his podcast. Basically uh-huh. he's, he's, um, he's trying to, uh, collect like episodes for mm-hmm. the first season. Okay. I, I, that might not even be the correct name of the podcast podcast. I apologize, Joseph. You're such a great guy. He's super nice. Uh, I, you know, chatted with him way like a long time before Mm -hmm. and um we were just sharing stories and all that stuff and it it was just so funny because like he said that when things are better he's uh he's gonna come down to san diego because he's up in northern california and he's like let's go get tacos and let's you know drink um just like have fun i'm like i'm so ready for that right now oh my god and when yeah when you mentioned like my mind's in the bar, like at the bar. At I'm the like, bar. oh yeah, it is. It's been there for a while now. So a taco truck. And I know. You know the the taco trucks in Hawaii. They always serve like some type of alcohol drink, whether it be like a, a wine cooler or like whatever it was. Like those just go hand in hand. Even though I'm not a drinker, my husband is. Yeah. So anytime mm-hmm. he would get a taco, like it was evident that he was going to have some type of beer, a like beer. whatever they had. Yeah, yeah. they just it's go just, together. Just perfect pair. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I yeah. know. I miss that. Well, I, maybe one day, one day soon, hopefully. One right? day soon. I'm just ready yeah, to be able soon. to see friends. Like I was telling Michael that my family and I were planning a trip as well to go to San Diego just to meet Michael and his family. And then we're going to drive up the coast. And I'm like, we would be there like next week if we could. But unfortunately, we can't. And I'm so sad about that. Like I I'm know, just me so too. ready to be able to see other people that is not my fam, like not by my family. Not that you don't like to see them. (laughs) I love to see my husband and my brother-in-law, my children, but it's like, it's just us. And so I'm Mm -hmm. like, I'm ready to see somebody else like that I can like just hang out with and like relate with other than them, like giving me a hard time all the time. So (laughs) (laughs) it's like cabin fever, honestly. Right. Yeah. So I get that. Yeah, totally. But yeah. So, um, yeah, try to spend some, some time doing something that Something else that you like, like for yeah. me, maybe for example, I like playing games. I play games with my with my brother occasionally. Um, we play um, this game called Destiny on the that PlayStation Four. He has a question for you, by the way. I saw that. <laughs> I didn't read it yet. So great. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I saw that. I started cracking up. I was like, oh, they must play together. Or something. Yeah. So we 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 try to play like at least once a week, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I, it's been a while since we last. Um, we're online. So we, I try to do that. Like, yeah, I know sometimes I've had days when I had some work that needed to be done for mm-hmm. Instagram, but I was feeling that pressure. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take an hour away yeah. from it and just play a game. And I shouldn't feel guilty about that. No, so, you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I struggle with that too. I feel guilty. Um, like, what was it? I guess Monday. I was watching a movie in the office and I found myself watching the movie not working. And I was like, you know, maybe I do need to just 
kind of take a break and just watch the movie for, you know, let the yeah. movie finish and then I can go back. And that's what yes. I did. And, you know, I felt better after. Yes. So. How many of you guys browse Netflix, spend like 45 minutes oh, God. trying to find a title yeah, only to play the movie You've seen while browsing? Times. Yeah. Or yeah. while browsing your social media. Oh, I'm guilty I, of that. I do that all the time. Yeah. So. Yeah. If I'm not going to focus on the movie or the show, watch The Office or Parks and Rec, because those are our mm-hmm. shows and we've seen them a thousand times. Um, but I've really been into indie films. I'm a big indie film girl. I mm-hmm. love – I just I think those are some of the most creative films. Because oh, it's, yeah. it's people mm-hmm. really trying to prove themselves. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and trying not, – not trying to really prove themselves, but it's like – in those indie films, like you can tell people have just tossed their heart and their soul into these things. Yeah. And there's, like I said, there's some of the best ones. So that's what I've been doing. Like every day this week, I've been watching an indie film in the office. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. But yeah, the problem is when you start browsing while you're watching, that's, that's, <laughs> that's an issue, right? That's, oh, that's yeah. honestly, cause it becomes a habit. Okay. So, so I'm, I don't, I'm so don't guilty that. about that. I don't. Oh, I'm, I still do that. And I when thought, I, when I do that, I start to just, you know, again, you identify it and you put your phone down yeah. and watch the show. Be mm-hmm. present. Yeah. Be present in watching that movie, that that sitcom, whatever it is. But do something that is solely that yeah. and not with social media. My husband does that too. And, you know, I will. Now that I think about it, I will catch myself like on my phone while we're watching the movie. And he's like, put that down. Like, what are you doing? And then he tells me to put it down. And then I glance <laughs> over to his chair. I'm like. Okay, Mr. Um, calling the kettle black over there. Put your phone down. <laughs> I know. It, My wife so, and myself too, yeah. It's second nature. It's like it's second nature, yeah. It's almost like a real problem. Like you pick it up and you don't even know that you're thumbing through. It is like, a problem. Oh and here's another problem that we probably don't even realize it. When we're out, let's pretend everything was fine. Mm-hmm. Right. You can go outside and go for a walk, go for a hike or something, and you see a nice view. What do you do? Take a photo. When you see a nice view. Take a photo and then what you do? Post it. Post it on social media. And so then you're it's on like, your phone. You're not yeah. taking in I'm the like, scenery. Yep. I'm like, look at me, guys. I'm at, I don't know, here somewhere. And it looks pretty. <laughs> Honestly, no one cares. Yeah, I know. I'll be honest with you. No one cares. And what you're doing, you're trying to gather that, you're trying to collect that social currency. Mm-hmm. And guess what's happening? That someone out there. Too. Yeah. And someone out there is also starting to feel bad. Look at this person. They're always out. Whatever. No, stop doing that. Yeah. Go to that spot. Enjoy the view. That's for you. Yeah. Not for your followers. Yeah. Enjoy the view. That's what. So, so again, identify it. I used to have that problem, and then I started like I would always have my kids, so I'd put my phone in the stroller. But if I wanted to take a photo, I would always take my camera. So that way, mm-hmm. I wasn't distracted by social media. So I would just snap mm-hmm. the photo, and then we would move on. Yeah, and that's actually that really the solution. Yeah, that's the solution yeah. that I was going to suggest. Like, because oh, okay. that's what I've been doing. I'm so guilty with that too. Like, mm-hmm. anywhere we used to go, I'd be like, take a photo and then post it right away because I feel like it's more real, you know, real time. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. oh, they'll like it because I'm right here right now. Mm-hmm. But now, if I wanted to share something to social media, I basically just take a bunch of photos, enjoy the view, and that night or the post next day, that's when yeah. I share everything. Yeah. Ma'am, that's, that's me too. That's a better way of doing it, I think. Which, you know, I've not been anywhere in so long. I forget what it's like to be out and, like, 
taking mm-hmm. photos, like not in my house. So. so guess what? When things start getting better, you'll see people on their phones out there, but on their phones, they'll be like this. Chelsea, I'm going to call I'm gonna call this out right now. I'm gonna, Look at me, guys. I'm walking right now. Yay. Corona's done or whatever. Yeah, you'll see that. People are going to be like that. No, when you're out, enjoy. Yeah. Enjoy that time. It's it's a gift. Yeah. Seriously, it's a gift. For sure. Um, and maybe... What was it? The other one? Oh yeah, monitor your your usage. You know, I quit Facebook, and when I say quit Facebook, I just stop using it regularly. I just go on there for um, the communities that I'm a part of, mm-hmm. like um, like the dad communities or whatever, and then you know just to keep up with family. But that's pretty much it. But stop scrolling through them. Oh, if you don't need to, just yeah, don't. We're not don't even do that. friends on on Facebook. You're right. I need to add you today. I know. Me too. <laughs> I've not even like looked for you on Facebook, but yeah, because I don't use Facebook anymore. That's why. You'll see I mean, very, it's there. You'll see a very outdated photo of me and my husband and my kids, and Emma was three days old. Aww, can't wait to see that. I, I want to see that. That's so cute. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> um, next is you can if you can go outside, even if it's just in your backyard, like. Just yeah. be outdoors. The yeah. outdoors is not closed off, you guys. We can still mm-hmm. go outside. We yep. can. Yeah. And if you are in any area of whatever it is you, where you live in right now, some peop- some places are safe as long as you're wearing masks. Yeah, right? Like it's ma- relatively that's, safe. That's yeah. What just we wear do. a mask. Mm-hmm. And wear a mask just don't and risk anything. Yeah. We, guys, don't. D- we put the kids was, in the stroller so they don't touch uh-huh. anything. <laughs> I'm, I I don't want this to be a political post, I mean, a political topic at all. And, you know, I just want to say, I just want to say, if you don't believe in the mask, you know, some people do. And it's just That's common courtesy. crazy if you don't believe in yeah, it. Yeah, I know. It's, <laughs> it is crazy. It is crazy. But, you know, people are people. But to me, it's just like decency, right? Human I, decency. Yeah, I hate that you had to say you didn't want to make it political because the masks... And trying to keep people safe isn't political, you guys. It's not. And yeah. that's the thing. It's not. I my I, mother, my mother had COVID. I know how serious this thing is. And yeah. I would always want to I, I don't want to dive in, but I would always take any measure yeah. that I could to keep my family and my friends and Michael and his family. I would always want to do whatever I could to keep them safe. So yeah. we're just gonna maybe I'll just we're gonna buzz right Maybe I'll just it. maybe I'll just cut that part out, it's Chelsea, because I it's fine. <laughs> I, I jumped into it. I didn't okay. intend to, but yeah, I know it just sucks, right? I like you have to that mention you it. You have to say that it's political because yeah. it's not. Yeah, because because I know there are people that listen that don't believe in the mask. I've seen their stories. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I'm like, okay. oh, God, not none none of the friends that we have. Oh, like, okay. None of them. Okay. But well, there yeah, are I'm some sure. people that I follow yeah, that I'm like, well. oh my God, are you serious? Okay. Well, so, I anyway. mean, there's yeah, we'll skip past because. <laughs> um. <laughs> Um, what else? What else do I have? Okay, so I have also, this is one thing that I am not familiar with because I've not really spent enough time doing it or reading about it, but I know Nicole has and my brother has. And you probably have too, Chelsea, and it's meditating. Ooh, I love to meditate. Yeah, and I hear good things about it. And it's one it's of those things that cleansing. I want to do. It's very cleansing. Mm-hmm. Um, my hardest thing that I have meditating is just shutting it off and that's like what meditation is supposed to be all about but it when you can just close everything off and completely have your mind empty it's Mm -hmm. so cleansing it's so nice um you want to do it when your kids aren't home because that defeats the whole purpose (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, <laughs> my that's children true. Children are, Mama, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm trying <laughs> to like calm down. You're like over here shaking me. <laughs> <That's so funny. laughs> yeah. And the last two things I want to say to um that I think might help you to try to avoid this burnout or maybe even remedy it is first is to make it a habit to disconnect. Mm-hmm. I mean, that goes without saying. So make it a habit. We're creatures of habit, so make it a habit to also yeah. disconnect. And lastly, be social in real life if you can. Oh yeah. So talk that's to your family. Super important. I mean that yeah. that's so good for your overall mental health anyways. Yes. So. Like when you're at the dinner table, ask about their day. That's what ask, we do with our kids. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's very important. Mm. And the only time I really realized how important that was is when I started to have my own family. Oh yeah. And it's like when I was a kid, I hated that. Like, oh, God, why do I have to talk to my parents and my sisters or whatever? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's, it's so important. Yeah. We did that so, too as a family. Um, mm-hmm. I, every night we sat down and we ate together as far as like the conversations, I don't remember cause it was so long ago. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's one thing that my husband and I, make a point to do with our kids and we started at a very young age with them always every meal we had we would sit at the table and even though sometimes like it's hard to sit down at the table sometimes you just want to be on the couch you just want to lounge around and eat and you know watch the tv I think as Americans we probably want to do that you probably that probably wasn't like a thing for you guys but I remember like my aunt and uncle they would never sit at the table they would always sit on the couch. And so sometimes I feel myself wanting to do that, like wanting mm-hmm. to sit at the table or wanting to sit on the couch and eat. But I really try to push myself to get it to the table and cut yeah. everything else off and talk to my kids. And yeah, that's, interact. that's funny because you're right. Like I never grew up, I didn't grow up in, in that type of environment, mm-hmm. but I learned that, that you came here, right? When I came here. Yeah. yeah it's and I started an doing that. I'm like, that's, thing, yeah. that's not, that's not probably the most ideal thing. It's not. So it's I've not experienced that. You. Yeah. Yeah. It's not good mm-hmm. for overall mental health. And I think that really started coming. I think that came up, became a thing in America, probably in the early 1950s and television became a thing in in everyone's household. And then, you know, the dinner trays and the frozen dinners all. Yeah. It all. That's why like, they called TV dinners, right? TV dinners. Yeah. It all yeah. kind of just masqueraded like a big thing of eating in front of the TV and not connecting as you know with those around you so yeah it's it's a it's a really important thing to do for yeah for mental health especially mental oh yeah yeah definitely Mm -hmm. but anyway that's pretty much um what i came up with chelsea i don't know if you wanted to add some more um i think you did an incredible job you always do a good job at leading the podcast thank you I appreciate that. Yes. I try my best. Um, we're but yeah, guys. Still a, we're only still afloat over here because Michael has an endless amount of knowledge <laughs> for you guys. Endless stream of just ramblings. Yes. It's it keeps never us ending. afloat. <laughs> Don't say that, Chelsea. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's hilarious. But um, yeah, guys, so if you have any other maybe tips or suggestions or other comments pertaining to this topic, be sure to send it to our official Instagram, which is coffee mm-hmm. W creators. It's at coffee W creators on yes. Instagram and Nicole say will. Hi. Yeah. Say hi to Nicole, Nicole and she yeah. will take care. She'll take care of you. She is so but, good um, at communicating with us. And I already said that in the beginning, but she's spectacular good. with it. I love it. Mm-hmm. She's so good. Yeah. She's the um, best. Anyways, I but, saw 
in her email mm-hmm. that there is a shared story. And I was kind of browsing through it. I don't know if you read it, Michael, but I, feel I like did not. We so. should read it. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, because I think this is also pertaining to the topic, right? It is, yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Let me go. Or do you want to? Oh, you can you can read it. Okay. So this is a shared story that Nicole got on our Instagram, and it's from Ke- Craig Steller. And I know this guy. Yeah, I do too. And it says, mm-hmm. I have suffered big time with social media to the point where I got really down about it, feeling pressure because in order to grow, you have to post. And to some, it is easy to post once or twice a day. To others, it's hard to even get one a week. The pressure to feel like your value and your talent is measured in fake likes and thumbs up comments is horrible and shouldn't be. I have taken a step back and I'm trying to enjoy it. Even if I get lost in the vast number of people on Instagram, especially in the end, there is more to life. That sounds a bit too deep. Haha. There is bigger <laughs> convo to be had. Uh, looking forward to what you guys have to say about it. I think. Can I just say? Great. Yeah. Can I just say that Craig basically summarized this entire hour and a half <laughs> rambling that Michael just did? He basically crushed it. Like, why did we even talk? <laughs> <laughs> he summarized it perfectly. He did so good. I yeah. love that he That's said... That's really what it is, yeah. Um, the pressure to feel like your value and your talent is measured in fake likes and thumbs up. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's exactly what it is. Yeah, and it, and also the fact that it is a real thing. Like, it he is. suffered through it. He he experienced it. And, yeah. you know, the pressure to post every day or as much as he can, you know, so that he can grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it's a real thing. So you nailed it, thank Craig. you for sharing that, Craig. Yeah, Way good go. job. And I hope you're feeling much better. I know every now and then we would send messages, and I know you're... You're doing quite well, from my understanding. So I'm glad. And um, it's I've nice talk- to see you. I think I've talked to him on direct message. I know I knew him, but I, mm-hmm. I mean, he has great he has great photos. I'm surprised he doesn't yeah, he does. have, have more followers he does. than he does. Super but. smart guy, too. He's a super smart guy. Yeah. He's like a, he's a scientist. Are you on his <laughs> podcast? He's a scientist. I was on his podcast, yeah. Is he seriously a scientist? Uh, he has a PhD, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he's a... Oh, I don't know if I can call him a scientist. I don't know if uh, that's actually a thing. What is I mean, maybe it is. He's a PhD in what? I forgot. Okay. I know he's an engineer too. Yeah. He's a super smart guy. Okay. That's awesome. It would be really embarrassing if everything was just completely false. Mm -hmm. That I basically mistook him for someone else. Yeah. That's going to be embarrassing (laughs) for you. (laughs) I know. Not for me. No, I'm just kidding. We're like, we're together. I'm going to keep it in the podcast, Chelsea. If it's (laughs) If it's embarrassing for you, it's embarrassing for me. (laughs) But yeah, Craig, thank you for sharing. Well done, Craig. Very nicely said. Awesome. And then Noel. This is a shared story. It just says, I don't know if you want to leave this in, but it just says. Okay, let me see. Yeah, at Richard and I were just talking about your cousin's house that was behind your house. Is that the... My cousin's house that was behind my house. Is that the story that you told last week when you yeah. said it was like a sketchy trek yeah, like, to their house? I yeah. Think. I guess she's saying sure, that sorry. they just talked about it. Oh, so she was probably just referencing that. Yeah. It's um, it's from last episode. Mm-hmm. Basically, I was saying that to get to that house, we had to cross this really narrow path yeah. to like right next to a cliff. Yeah. And my parents were like, oh, they're fine. They're and fine. we did it multiple times yeah. every day. Because we were talking about parenting like in the 80s and the 90s versus like parenting today. And Michael yeah. and I would never let our children 
go off dangerous <laughs> cliffs. Like I, yeah. I'm not a helicopter parent, but I kind of am. Yeah, I know. Me too. Like a hair. <laughs> I just love my children and I couldn't fathom something happening to them. So I feel like I need like yeah. eyeballs on them all the time. It's natural <laughs> instinct. It is. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, I think that's it. Right. For the shared stories. That's it for the shared stories. Okay. Yes. Well, maybe I, I, in, in the, uh, in the interest of time, I know we spent so much time this episode. This is probably going to be the longest episode ever. I know. But um, we're at do, we, do we want to skip? Do we want to skip gear news this week? I think we're going to have to because I got to go okay. get the kitties at. It's already three twelve and the daycare closes. Okay. Three forty. Let me text James and see if we can get them. Because we can literally just re. Uh, I can just share the discovered creator that I I want to share, I, and then just. So I saw. Do you have one? No, no, no. I saw that you put him, Anthony, in the um, the notes. I clicked on it, and I followed him, and then he instant messaged me, and he's like, I love your photos. I'm like, bro, I love your photos. Like, so good. He's really good. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah, he's really that he's good. into portrait photography because that isn't something that I readily see in my mm-hmm. Instagram is portrait photography, yeah. so I love it. He's and he's, like, commercial, job. like the stuff that you see on magazines. That's, That's why I was does. just like, yeah, I mean, look That's at, he's job. a professional retoucher. Yeah. Like the stuff that he Girl, his work he show up on magazines and packaging, yeah, it's really good. I love that. Where does he live? He's in Hong Kong, or not Hong Kong, somewhere in China, Shenzhen, I think. I like, love that. Yeah, that he was the first guy to message me when Corona hit them like really bad. Oh yeah. Yeah, he was like, and I was asking him how they were doing. He's like, it's and it's scary here, and he was actually telling me right back then, you know. To be careful. Yeah. That he hopes that it doesn't hit the U.S. Yeah, it Unfortunately, did. it did. It did. But and we surpassed China on yeah, numbers. I know. It's like, crazy. God. Oh God. Only Americans. <laughs> Silly America. God. Think of it. This is a funny, Chelsea, right? <sighs> Think of another country who has a chant that calls out their name. Like, that 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 chants their country. Like, only the U.S. goes, only. USA, USA. <laughs> embarrassing it's embarrassing honestly i tell my husband that all the time i'm like oh are you ever embarrassed because he has been to other countries and you know Mm -hmm. has people in other countries and i'm like are you ever embarrassed when you tell them that you're from america he's like i don't know maybe (laughs) you are I, I want to be clear. I'm proud to be American. That's good. Well, I'm uh, me too. Super I mean, proud to be American. Too. But the culture is just hilarious. Like we do look like we are, like bumbling a couple idiots. of um, a couple of chapters back behind <laughs> the rest of the world. <laughs> <laughs> the culture, right? Oh it's just God. so funny. We're not really that sophisticated, if you think about it. All right. Well, guys, this episode has been super extra long already, and we have lives. We're going to follow our own advice, and we're going to disconnect. But before we do that, yeah, we want to share um, a creator that we discovered. It's actually someone that I've discovered a long time ago, but it's someone that I think you guys need to check out and follow. And I know Chelsea follows this person. I did. And... He's just really good. He's a portrait photographer. He does commercial work. He's Incredible. based off, um, yeah, really good. He's a professional retoucher. And you should see the work that he so turns out. His, he's very active in his stories, too. So you d- you definitely want to check him out. Um, his definitely. name is Anthony Pontias, I think is how you read his name, because it's a double L. Um, it's He's Filipino. Oh, so I he? know he is. Oh. 
So I know that if um, if he... I were to pronounce his name, it's going to be Pontillas. Pontillas. I think. Yeah, but so... in Spanish, it's not. It's Pontillas, I think, because it's a double L. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. So. Pontillas. You don't know if it's. Uh, I don't know how he he pronounces. You don't know his how he's. Name. Ha- okay, I got gotcha. His name is Anthony. That's all I know. Anthony. <laughs> oh, interesting thing too. I know, I just found this out like fairly recently. We went to the same university. No kidding. Which is, yeah. So I'm like, that's in the cool, man. Yeah. How did so he I'm get like, to China? What? He has a long story. He oh, okay. um, it was a like well, we'll long have to time get him ago. He told me. We do. We do. Um, the time zone is kind of kind of tricky. But uh, we we have to try to figure that out. There yeah. are a lot of hours ahead. They're in. Of us. They live. They live in the future. They do. They're like a day ahead. So yeah. does Japan, and that was really hard to talk to James when he was there for three months. Um, oh, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, they're like a full yeah. day ahead. A day. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, guys, follow him. We'll leave the show. The, I mean, the his name in the show notes, mm-hmm. so you guys can check him out. But yeah, Anthony, Anthony, great photographer and retoucher. You need to check his work yes. out. He needs to come do uh, family portraits for me, my family, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but that's it for today, guys. Thank you for for hanging on there. I know it's yeah. been a long and kind of a heavy topic, and it but it's a real topic. Deep. Yeah, it was deep. But Chelsea and I feel a little bit better because I think I great. when you yeah when you express it, um, the pressure's a little bit, you know. There's a relief there. Absolutely. So. And if you guys ever need anyone to talk to, I mean, hit Michael and I up. We're always free to chit chat over a direct message. I can't tell you that I will get back to you that same right day, but I mm-hmm. will get back to you. It just sometimes takes me time because like Michael said, we do have lives. So same Z's. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm an open book. I mean, yeah. you know, I'm it's like a an open door policy. So you guys can message me and yes. Chelsea. But yeah, stay safe and stay healthy, guys. Be kind thank you for listening. To one another. Be kind to one another. And thank you for, su- for sending your suggestions and your questions or comments and stories. Yes. Really do appreciate that. So, so until next time, thank you guys again for hanging out with your coffee and pizza crew. I'm Chelsea. And this is Michael signing off. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.